uh, ready uh, for a brand new week. Had a good weekend um, and excited about what's going to happen this week, whatever that's going to be. Um, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, make sure you like the Facebook page, Sit Down With The Johnsons, as well as make sure you like the um, Instagram page, Sit Down With The Johnsons. And make sure you like the TCP Network page as well where you can find a number of different shows that are connected to this platform. Um, so, again, we thank y'all for tuning in. We thank y'all for being here on tonight. And we about to get started. How was your week? It was better than the week before. It was good. Uh, I'll say a couple things that got me through this week. Jonathan McReynolds, who we were just listening okay. to. Shout out to Jonathan McReynolds' um, new album. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some family, some extended friend. I mean, extended family, friends. And Trevor Noah from the Daily Show <laughs> got me through this week. So it was it was it was a good week. It was a, a you know it's been some ups and downs, but it, this week was a good week. How was your week? My week was good. It was definitely good. Um, I went through smooth. Uh, another week of school again. Uh, so yeah, things were on the up and up. Uh, the weekend was good. Shout out to my big bro and sis, uh, Ron and Jewel. Hogan, yes, yes. Congratulations. They have now had their official pastoral um, installation service, and they are now the pastor and first lady of the Lingo Memorial Church of God in Christ in Harrisburg, PA. Yep. And they had an awesome service that we were able to celebrate with them on Saturday afternoon, and we're just grateful for them and looking forward to God doing some amazing things in their ministry. Um, so that was a good day. And then today was our youth Sunday at church. I'm always excited. You preach. Huh. If you had, if you didn't hear, if you've never heard Jamar <coughs> preach before, today would be the, the day, the video that you want to watch and listen to him preach. And I'm not saying that just because he's my husband. But if he wasn't my husband, I would try to holler at him after today's <laughs> sermon. Because. All I'm gonna say is, all I'm saying is, all I'm just saying is, God be praised. And uh, I had a good day. We had um, Denim and Black Day at church, so everybody got to be casual, and all the young people came in with the Denim and Black. So shout out to First Calvary Youth Department. Yeah, we got major things. Uh, so yeah, Andrew, how was your week this week, man? I had a good week. I had a good week. Um, productive week with TCP. Shout out to Andrew helping. He's one of the ones that make this this whole platform look like it looks. It looks good, y'all. It work good. Let us know how you like the new setup. Let us know. Andrew was one of the <laughs> ones that made sure that we look good on this camera. We got the lighting. The lighting is good on this meddling right now. Oh, <laughs> real good. I'm just happy to be brown. <laughs> so you had a good week, though, man. Andrew, you had a good week, though. Yeah, I had a good week. Um, good week with the kids. Uh, just... I don't know, I'm just happy about the future. I'm hopeful. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm hopeful going into it, you know, like, um, they're on the last day of March. So, yeah, like, yes. this is, we're about to be in April already. Already. So, like, yeah. the year's just flying by, and I need to start working on my summer body. So, I got 90 days. <laughs> I got 90 days yes, to get right. Yes, sir. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully you guys as well had a great week um, and ready to start another amazing week. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we're excited. We're excited definitely to be here. Um, and we want to jump into things. I'm going to turn it over to Kendra. Uh, I want to say, first of all, what's up to, uh, Dexter Hedgebeth. Dexter's back on here. Dex! What's going on, Dex? <laughs> all the way from NYC. All the way from New York. Uh, so shout out to Dexter. Dexter's, up, Dex? Dexter spoke into our lives about this show, um, yes. about Sit Down with the Johnsons yes. a few years ago. So A year. 
a year ago. I thought it was like two it years ago. Last, but it was, it, 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 the evidence is showing um, it is. with, with Dexter Spoke. So, did. you know, thank you, Dexter. Thank you. Thank you for allowing the Lord to speak through you uh, to us because it, the evidence is definitely coming to fruition. And we just want to shout you out for that. So uh, what would you do? So this week on What Would You Do? I was thinking about uh, some, you know, kids and, you know, how unruly kids can be. Um, because we have, we live in, I love children. I absolutely love them. But, you know, it, which, which our parents grew us up or raised us up on was spare the rod, ride and spoil the child. Now you got the whole, you know, I've always said when I was little, if you had to put today in when we were little, like all of our parents would be in jail right now. Because mm. of, <laughs> like how they, you know, definitely spared the rod. Yeah. Um, you know, you had to go out and pick your own switch off the tree, which was, you know, my grandma. But uh, and and you got your whoopings and you got discipline. And I don't see that, you know, too much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Where we live, we <clears throat> live in between two people who have kids <laughs> on both sides. One of which I call rabbit because they don't ever <laughs> sit down at all. And you can hear them i believe if they kept them downstairs we wouldn't be able to hear them as much because our walls are so thick like you cannot hear anything else other than this child running back and forth back and forth back and forth in the hallway upstairs so i was thinking um what would you do so you know how sometimes you'll see parents like discipline their kids Mm -hmm. in public very rarely now but you'll see them discipline their kids in public what would you do if you felt that the discipline of the child was a little bit too much. Um, I've seen parents yank their child where it looks like, yo, whoa, like, mm. I mean, I have I have friends that have done that to their child in the church, and I'd be like, don't yank them like that, like, mm. you know, and yeah. you can see, like, they kind of have to check their their anger and frustration with the child. Like, right. it's like, you could yank their arm out their socket, you know what I mean? You're an right. adult, that's a child. So it's like, what would you do if you saw somebody you didn't know it's easier to kind of speak on it somebody you do know, um, but somebody you didn't know, especially since, you know, we don't have kids yet. Mm-hmm. So what would you do if you saw that happening in public? And that the child was being, I felt like you felt like that's abuse. Abused. That's not correction. That's just being abused. See, that's a fine line to, you know, jumping on things like that because, uh, you know, people just feel like, you know, you need to mind your business. And I'm a firm believer. That's the motto mm-hmm. I stand in is, you know, drink your water, mind your business. Uh, <laughs> but it's a fine line because uh, it can be a touchy thing. And when you feel like you have to get involved, the parent or the guardian may feel like they want to retaliate against you to mm-hmm. say, you know, this is my child. I discipline them how I feel like it. But if it's a thing where I feel like in a public setting and I feel like, Literally, it's beyond discipline out of the norm, and it feels like it is now going into abuse. One, I may say something, <coughs> you know, like, hey, like, you know, I understand that, you know, you're disciplining your child, but, you know, you want a little rough. Like, don't you think you want a little rough? And it's you got to use wisdom. I think you got to use wisdom, and you got to kind of, in a spiritual mm-hmm. side, you got to use discernment, wisdom and discernment on when you should and should not step in. Um, and maybe you might have to call somebody to be like, Hey, listen, this is what's going on. And you may want to come over and check this out because if I get involved, it may turn into something else. Mm -hmm. So I think it's all about, you know, using wisdom, knowing when and when not to step in. 
uh, because that's a touchy thing. It's just a touchy subject. Um, and people are really, really picky. You know, they feel like how they discipline their kids. But if it's something that's blatant and the whole public are agreeing, like, man, you're not disciplined. Like, you are abusing them. Mm-hmm. You're now breaking skin or whatever. They're being, you know, it's just going beyond the norm. So, I don't know. You just got to use wisdom with that. So, I mean, it, it's a case-by-case basis, I think. And you just really got to use wisdom. So, Andrew, what would you do? Tough. That's it tough. It's like depending on where I'm at, like who they are, um, I would dictate everything. If it's yeah. like if it's say it's some some woman that I'm talking to, you know, like saying, Hey, mm. you're going a little bit too far, aren't you? Right. Mm. You know, depending on her response, like it determines everything. Like mm-hmm. if if she feels bad, I'm like, all right, there's hope. But if that's the way she treats her kid, then I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm right, telling her, like right, yo, yeah, right. like yo, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be your kids like that. Like yeah. you go, you go too far. You need to chill out. Maybe you should get some help, talk exactly. to somebody. Like I don't know. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely saying I agree. Something. I agree. I mean, and that's why I'm saying if you definitely are with somebody, you know, and they're doing that, definitely by all means, I'm going to say something. But it's it's really a touchy thing when it's somebody that you don't know out of the norm and you just feel like that even if it was now if it was a, like a neighbor and i feel like that person is definitely like screaming you know what i mean and i feel like they're being abused i'm gonna call the authorities and be like listen somebody is like murdering this kid over here like mm-hmm. y'all need to get here like i'm not about to step in and knock on the door like what's going on but i will get the authorities in that case if i felt that it was going beyond the norm uh which is funny that you said that because that happened like when i lived in my old apartment um where i i literally heard a child screaming his head off mm-hmm. um and i think that little boy was probably about six or seven years old but he was in an abusive household mm-hmm. by the boyfriend of the mom um and authorities got involved because i was just like i can't sit here and here in the walls at that house you know how that right. was like they were much thinner than where we live now um you can hear everything. You can hear somebody having a conversation in that place. But that child that I'll never, I can like literally still hear that, hear that child screaming. Um, and him, you could hear the hits mm. on that child. Um, and definitely the authorities got involved. I don't know whatever happened uh, right. with that family. I do remember that by the time they ended up moving, he was helping her move. So he mm. was still around um, in, in that family's yeah, life. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think when, when it is someone who you don't know, like I said, it's easier to handle it with somebody that you do know. Right. With somebody that you don't know, I think just the easiest thing is just to be like, like, don't even approach the person because everybody is always quick to defend their actions, you know, what they're doing, like mind your business. And you don't want to get into that type of confrontation, right, but to call, right. get the authorities involved. Like, yo, I feel like it doesn't hurt to get the authorities involved if they're not, you know, if the authorities get there and they don't feel like they're abusing the child, then okay, you did what you were right, supposed, you're supposed to do. But, right. um, yeah, that I, I agree with what you said. I definitely agree with what Andrew said. So y'all let us know what, what, what would you do if you were out in public, if you were in your local Walmart where I swear every child that steps in there <laughs> is unruly. Um, <laughs> but what would you do if you saw someone that you felt your line of, uh, correction and discipline was being crossed. Um, mm-hmm. That like they were tearing that child up, especially you know little kids and stuff like that. What would you do? Would you get the authorities involved? Would you step in? What would what would y'all do? So we want y'all 
to let us know about that. Ooh, cool. Back to you, Elder Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to jump into this topic. Um, it is Kendra's week to present the topic. Already? So uh, she has... A this weighty, is the topic. A weighty to- and let me say, this was recommended by somebody yeah. that we talked about. So this yeah. was an art topic. They asked us, somebody inboxed us and said, can you touch on this? Now, I will say this before I before we do go into this topic, is that we're going to give the spiritual perspective because, you know, we're actually ministers. But I understand everybody has their own opinions and thoughts about everything. And you're free to do that. We're just giving our thoughts and opinions on this conversation. But the purpose of sit down with the Johnsons, as we always say, is that it's now time for you to take it back into your circle to Mm -hmm. continue the conversation. So we're going to start it. And then we want you to continue it. And also weigh in. Give us your thoughts and your, you know, what you think about what we're going to share on tonight. Um, Yeah. So I'm glad you gave gave that disclaimer um, because this is a touchy subject. Uh, because I know that we're going to get a probably a ton of people that disagree, but and like that's fine. The, the way which is perfectly fine. Um, it's a discussion right. um, that we're having, and like Jamar said, we we avoided this topic. We yeah. I, I back when we used to do uh, the show at our house, I wanted to talk about it. I was like, let's talk about it. we we. There's a couple of topics that we've yeah. been avoiding. Yeah. Um, it just so happened that this one was someone somebody asked yeah. brought it up. Um, because I don't know what they're like considering it or whatever. Yeah, they're considering, they're considering yeah, it. So yeah. they ask for our opinion. So we're like, okay, here we go. So we're talking about shacking is what we're going to talk about. Um, and and I'm, explain I'm be, what that is. I'm going to be transparent, really transparent about, about, you know, from my, my end of it. So shacking, which is just, you know, cohabitating a couple living together before marriage. Simple mm. as that. Um, why you say mm, like that? Like it was deep. No, I'm, I'm like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens all the time. It, it, it's just, it's almost like the norm, like right. for people to do it. Um, like I said, I would be transparent. I did it. I didn't, I didn't do it with Jamar and I didn't live together, but I live with an ex-boyfriend. Um, hated it, hated every bit of it. For like six months, I think we lived together. I was like, yeah, yeah, you got to go. That's too much. You got to go. But I did it. So that, you know, is just to say, like, we ain't perfect either. You know what I mean? Like, what we're about to talk about, a lot of things that we talk about are things that either we have done or, you know what I mean? Like, we, like, touched on a little bit of, you know, situations. It's almost like our testimony. Like, it's part of our life. Like, we're speaking from experience a lot of times sometimes we're not um but yeah so i did it and what i will say and i'm gonna give my personal thoughts on it concerning me was when i did it Mm -hmm. all i could constantly hear was my mom's voice in the back of my head dropping scriptures like Mm. crazy about it now what i will say is like i i got like so defiant one time with her that i was just like shack is not in the bible it isn't the word <laughs> is not in the Bible. Right. You know what I mean? But and I definitely wrote down some scriptures because what I want to what I want people to understand is there's a lot of things that's not in the Bible by the word, like mm-hmm. the actual word that are not in the Bible. But, you know, and when you read that scripture, that's exactly what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you when you when you live with someone else, when I live with a man, I'm not married. Um, you live with 
a girl, whatever, you live together before you're married, it is bound to happen. You're not just living together to not sleep together, to not have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. Right. Especially if you have, you know, that 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 could, you know, be another topic. We'll talk about that later. Um, uh, but when you have two attractive people living together, y'all are dating. You can't tell me that if y'all moving together, your intentions of moving together, that we just going to be roommates and that's all we're going to be. We're not going to share the same room. We're going to be in different rooms. Now it's different if y'all are friends, you know what I mean? Like y'all, are and that may be the case for some it. people. Yeah, that may be the case for some people. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen when yes. you have opposite sex that are strictly roommates. But right. if you are a couple, is what we're talking about. Um, and this was posed to us by a gentleman who is in a relationship. So if you are a couple and you're not married, um, and you're living together, then yeah, you're shacking. So. I'm going to tell you just a couple of different scriptures that I wrote down. 1 Corinthians 7 and 9. Uh, but if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. And that is the one that my mom always <laughs> quoted to me, was it's better to marry than to burn. Better <laughs> to marry than to burn. And I'd be like, okay, all right, whatever. Like, Shaq is not in the Bible. That was always my thing. It's better to marry than to burn. Um, first Corinthians six and 18 flee from sexual immorality because we're still talking about, we're not, we're talking about the fact that this is going to happen. Um, you know what I mean? If you're living together, Mm. every, every other sin a person commits is outside the body, Mm. but the sexual immoral person sins against his own body. Um, first Thessalonians five 22 abstain from every form of evil because being sexually immoral, immoral is a form of evil. Mm -hmm. Um, Romans, which a lot of people stay away from the book of Romans. When you know you're not living right, you stay away from the book of Romans. Trust, I I stayed away from it for the longest time. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. And in Colossians 3 and 5, just talks about it, putting all sin to death. And when I read that, I thought about what you preached today. Like, we have to die daily. Mm. You know, every, every morning that we wake up, Every at the end, that we have to put our flesh to death daily because we have to be about the spirit, about our souls, and you know what, where where our goal is when we die. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. And if we continue to let flesh rise up, is it's not going to be a good thing. You know what I mean. Like your right. end result is not going to be a good thing. So you know, I, I there was a ton of scriptures on this. Um, uh, you know, premarital sex and stuff like that. But those are just a few that I wrote down. Our opinion, well, I'm going to speak for myself. My opinion is that you shouldn't do it. The reason <clears throat> from a woman's perspective, I, I I know someone who right now they have dated. She has, has been in a relationship for like five, four or five months mm-hmm. and they already live together. And she literally is she was like you know i make his lunches i make his daughter's lunch i make and i'm like y'all are married like that's that's what you do when you marry like mm-hmm. what's what's the point you know what i mean so why would you ever like i just don't i dread the conversation where she comes to me and she's mad because he hasn't proposed to her yet you right. know what i mean um well why would he you know, because you're already doing the things of a wife, but you're not a wife, mm. you know, and that that's a problem that a lot so of females have is that they do a lot of 
what a wife should be doing, but you're only a girlfriend. You're only, you're only, you're only day. You're not, you're not, you're, you don't have no ring on your finger. You, you have no uh, prospect of a ring on your finger, but you're doing all wifely duties. So that's belittling you. He don't care clearly like about that. You know, he has no, no, because I can't fault the guy. I can't really fault him for, you know, not wanting to not wanting to get married because he's getting what you would get when you're married. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts so far on that? Um, I, I'm I, I work the same way as far as just saying that you know I don't subscribe and state that you should live together. And I was just thinking about you know the person I asked them you know when they I can ask them like what is your reasoning on wanting to move. And they gave me some reasons. One of the things that they said was it just will save money for mm -hmm. them to save money, him to save money, her to save money. So eventually they can get a bigger house and different things like that. And I guess my thing is you can do that without living together. Um, it's just called discipline, budgeting yeah. um, that you can. And I understand when you bring two incomes is more than one. Um, but, you know, I just don't think that you should do it and i'm not saying that everybody's gonna fall in the same category and say you know oh well i'm not gonna be sleeping with that person i just feel like it's just too tempting um i used to say <laughs> i have a saying it's just too close for comfort like mm. it's just too close like i just feel like you know that if you want to want to do that then you're going to want to figure out like you said what is y'all what is y'all reasoning one for dating are y'all dating with a purpose? Are you dating to get married? Um, because eventually y'all going to want to be together. And I tell couples a lot of times when I count, uh, well, when I advise them when they get married, I said the one thing about it is um, <clears throat> that, you know, even just on the, the side of being, you know, sexually involved, like my thing is if y'all are sexually involved, I tell them that whether I, I don't want to know whether or not if you are or aren't. But one thing I can suggest and say to you is that how beautiful of a thing would it be for you to share this intimate moment with your wife on your wedding night um, of the two coming together? It's just not going to be like another night. It's just not going to be like a random, uh, you know, booty call. It's just not going to be like a random call, like say, you know, let me hit or whatever. But this is going to be a night where somebody has God has ordained mm -hmm. for both of y'all to come together. So now it's a difference between Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I can just get it whenever I want to. And said, I'm abstaining until that night, you know, and it's something more special. And it's, you know, it, I talked about it today, even when I was, it's something you got to sacrifice. And, you know, when you sacrifice yourself and the flesh wants to do this, you know, the flesh is going to make every excuse and state why this is the right thing, what to do. And, you know, and they're going to say, you know, well, I should do this and I should move in with this person because X, Y, and Z. But then you have to look at, you know, again, we're giving this spiritual perspective. Like, I just feel like if that's what you want to do, just, you know, seek if that's what you're going to want to get married, you know, seek. But I think a lot of people are scared of commitment and a lot of people want uh, the benefits without committing, mm -hmm. you know, totally committing. And they want all the benefits of what it is to be uh, married, I guess you want to say. But they don't officially want that title. Like, what's what's that saying about the cow? Like, you you can get the the milk for free with like you. 
Yeah, you know I'm talking about yeah, like you don't about. buy the cow, but you get the milk for free or something like that. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And I just feel like yeah, it's like so some people I just feel like you know they're going to want to do that and you know and make that again. This is just my my thoughts and my opinion on how I feel about it. Um, but I think that you should you should wait, you know, and I think it's you know I think God will definitely bless y'all even the more if this is something that y'all want to do. There's conversations that y'all need to have, you know, and you know things that you need to discuss before moving in because let me tell you, you learn about somebody when you move in. It's a whole different oh, you know perspective different. versus when you live by yourself. How long you we know? been married? Five, oh, going on five years. Right. I'm still learning. Still things. Still. That I, I literally have said to Jamar, "Why are you doing that now? You didn't do that before we got together. Like, <laughs> like when we would date or whatever. Like, I never. Right. There are certain things that he does. There are certain things I might do that I never ever right. noticed when we were just dating. And right now, it's because like, we were infatuated in love. You know, we were trying to so we're not win each other older. Let, let me explain. <laughs> I'm trying to explain. You, you, you're cutting me off. <laughs> we're trying to win each other over. So in that moment of dating and different things like that, a lot of the little things you don't really notice. And then if we don't live together, you definitely not going to definitely don't know. And when no. you in a setting of when you live with somebody that's in your most vulnerable, comfortable self, you can be yourself, be whoever you want to when you are in the quarters of your own home. But again, you got to be prepared because I've seen it time and time again, where people they end up moving in with somebody and they think it's going to be all gravy, but then they get in there and they found out it's not. And they had each other's neck. And then, they, you know, you done signed the lease. You got this person <laughs> on the lease. And now, you know, you call the authorities telling them to get your stuff out of my house. And then the guys are saying, no, they're on the lease. It's just a lot going on. And I'm not saying that that can't happen when you're married by all means. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, it's some things that you got to think about before you actually take this step because it's a lot involved and it may seem like a simple thing, but it's a lot that you really got to think about. And I just think from, like I said, the spiritual perspective, I just think that you should wait. So, you know, I had a friend that told me, and I think I talked about this before on something, a different topic that we talked about, but she was literally like, you know, um, because we, we have been honest, Jamar and I, that we abstain until we got married mm-hmm. um so but she was like how you do that like it's like a you don't you don't buy a car unless you touch drive it and that's the thing that people <laughs> are always going to say they, they always say that and i'm just like that's okay, a common thing tomorrow's not a car you know what i mean like um i i understand what you're saying like i get that but my my response and my response will always be that mm-hmm. i was specific right. in what i prayed for right what i asked for and i trusted god for it and he delivered on that 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 you know my asking. He delivered on my request. Right. Um, so, what do you? I guess my my question now would be: So, are is that is this not rule? But is is there thoughts pertaining to people that are you know Sunday after Sunday going to church, but they're living together? Or is it for anyone? Is, does it apply to people who don't? go to church does it apply for to to those that are in the secular world mine is going to be to everybody because whether you're it's just some things that it's going to it's going to apply to everybody i'm going to just keep it like that my okay. thoughts and everything is going but but especially if those that you know that are proclaiming that you know you are living for christ like i mean you got to be that example like you know and it's people watching you at all times and it's people out there saying that People that have said that that's not possible, that can be done. 
What? The, uh, that can't be done. You can't, you know, be with somebody and not want to be with them and not want to live with them and not want to do that. And mm. we can be examples to say you can. Like, it, it can happen. We never said it was easy. We right. never said that, you know, during the process. By all means, you want to do that. But again, it's just a conversation that you got to have when you look at the bigger picture of things and say, okay, if I do this, what possibly can ha- come out of this? You right. know what I mean? And a lot of people just may say, well, like you said, they have all these different sayings and all these different things they're going to say to fit their situation. But, you know, like I said, I will stand by me with saying that you should just wait. Like, I understand, like, you know, well, I guess I would say, yeah, you should just wait. Yeah, I think I think that was my biggest conviction was that, you know, I'm I'm in the church. I'm on the choir. I'm on the praise and worship team. I'm uh, at the t- at the, like at the beginning of our dating. I don't think I had done my no. I hadn't done my trial sermon yet. Mm-hmm. So you know, like I didn't become a minister uh, until like in the middle of our dating right. relationship. Um, but it was it was just always that conviction, which is why when when even when I did live with someone, it was it was still that conviction, which is why it only we lived together for six, six months. You know what I mean? Right. If I didn't feel convicted, if I had no conscience, if I wasn't hearing Shirley's voice in the back of my head, I probably would have stayed with that person. You know, um, with you, it was like, yeah, it, it like I said, like you said. It wasn't easy, you know what right. I mean? It wasn't an easy situation, an easy setup. And that's also not why, that's not a reason to get married just so you can live together, you right. know what I mean? Right. That's a whole different topic, you know, on the reasons why you should get married. Right. Um, but it's like, we did it, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the distance helped. I'm yeah. not going to lie, you know, the distance, the distance helped in that. But it was the thought of, I didn't want... The, th- the negative thoughts that I had of what could possibly happen if I if I did push the issue of us living together. You right, know what I mean? Like, right. God is not going to bless that household. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and simply because of what your stance was, where I stood in the church, where I stood on God's word. You know what I mean? I'm trusting and believing God's word and him to, to bless me. And I felt like that wouldn't happen. If I went against, and that's not to say that, you know, we don't make mistakes, you know what I mean? We don't, but knowingly and to live with each other is like, that's to me is on a a total different level. So, so I want to bring Andrew in because I want, I want to hear Andrew's thoughts on what your thoughts are (laughs) (laughs) as far as living together before you get married. Yeah, put his phone down for this one. (laughs) What's your thoughts on that? Um, I've done it uh, from both sides where we never lived together to uh, got married when we first got married, moved in together, and um, to where we I dated and we lived together. Mm-hmm. All right, the date, I want to say there's a big difference. Yes, the biggest difference is, like, you can just leave when you're not mm-hmm. married. Like, That's you can true. just leave. Like, yeah, yo, listen, like, yeah. you're doing some foul stuff. Like, you, you're a dirty person or, right. you know what I mean? Like, you're not who yeah. I thought you were. Yeah. Like, so you're like, all right, I'm out. And you get to know somebody when you live with them. Like, I feel like sometimes I feel it's a good thing. It has its pros and cons. Right. But um, I don't know. The cons are definitely, well, I'm sorry, I mean, the pros, you get to know who they are. Right. You know, just be out if they're not who they said they were. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like, you can't cook. I thought you said you could cook. 
Where'd you bring? You brought that food from your mom's house. You right. didn't cook that. Like, so, it came from Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah. Uber Eats. You know? <laughs> so now you all messed up. And you see the KFC bowl in the trash. And <laughs> thought you could cook. <laughs> so, yeah. That's cool. Oh, That's cool. I mean, I like that perspective. So, and just to add to that, what would you say to, like, a person that may necessarily not be, quote, unquote, in church? Um and they decide that they want to live together. They decide like this is the decision that we want to make. Like, what would you say to them? And they're only dating. Like, they're fair. Like, we're dating. You know, we've been dating about a year and a half, and they feel like okay, we want to take this thing up. Like, she got a, she got her bills. I got my bills. But let's bring it together. Let's do this thing together. And they don't have any type of thoughts of marrying each other. They just feel like this is just a good idea to do. I would say this to them. I would say, like, the dynamic, the friendship, whatever, it's going to be different. Mm. All right? It's not where you have freedom just to move how you want to move now. You know what I mean? Now, right. hey, where are you going? Mm. Who are you moving with? Right. You know, like, mm. when you're coming home, where are you at? You know, you got someone waiting on you. Mm. You know, someone wondering where you're at all the time. I mean, when you're dating, not living together, it's, all right, we'll just come when you get home sometime. But now you're home. You're like, where are you at? You know, right. like you lose, you lose that freedom, you know, to be able to move around the way you want to move around. Right. Like yeah. If you know you're not going to be with that person, there's no point in putting on that front because mm-hmm. the more time you put into something, the more time you guys spend together, or the more time you're giving a person, they may take it one way that you're not. You know, they're like, oh, it feels like we're playing house, you know, <laughs> oh, now I'm in love. And you're like, yo, we're not on that time, you know, right. like we're just paying bills, we're trying to coexist. Right. And like, so yeah, it's... What would you say? Well, I feel like, first of all, if you know me and like, you know me and you know where I stand biblically. Okay. Then you have to be asking me, you got to know, you, you almost have to know what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Like you, exactly what I just said here is what I'm going to say, you know, because it's like, you, you're not like anybody who's not in the church coming to me with that type of question is not going to expect me to be on the same thought process as them. I think a lot of times when people come to us, it's like, you know, in the back of their mind, they know what's right, but they just need confirmation to make sure, should I make this decision or not? And they come and ask. Now, they may know what kind of response we may give, but at the same time, they even may be looking for us to agree with them or for it to be confirmation. Because sometimes maybe they may be about to make this decision and they really don't feel too assured on making that decision. Mm -hmm. But they're like, I want to do this, but in the back of my mind, something's telling me not to, but I'm going to come to y'all just to find out for sure. Is this something that you suggest I should do? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much my thoughts. Like I'm still going to stand by the same thing, whether you in or out of church, I'm still going to have the same type of mindset Yeah. because like you said, I just want to see people do well, you know what I mean? And um, it's just a lot of stuff that comes out out with that, you know, like you said, when you come in and you bring bills and all this, I'm just saying to myself, especially for people that's been together for years and years and years, and I'm like, what's the issue? Like, y'all don't want to take it to the next step. And yeah, that may and I be think that, that would be my, my first question would be like, well, why aren't, what's, what's wrong with marriage? You know right. what I mean? Like, why don't you want to get married? Like, you know, when they pose and when they're posing that question, 
I'm going to ask the question, why don't you want to get married? And people have always told me because they feel like if they get married, they're going to mess it up. They feel like... Mess up what? The marriage. They feel like their relationship is going to mess up. But here's the spiritual side that will come into me. I'll be like, see, now as being married, you have to have a solid foundation, which has to be on God. And it has to be God-centered. So you can't go into the perspective that if I get married, I'm going to mess up. No, you're not going in to mess up. You're going in to last long. Yeah. So that means that you got to have a solid foundation. Any foundation that is shaky is going to be sure to fall apart. Mm -hmm. But if you have a solid foundation, I feel like I'm preaching. Yeah. But if you have a solid foundation... <laughs> It's going to be, you know, you can build that house on that foundation and say, you know what, no matter what comes. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that it's not going to be storms. But at the end of the day, when storms and things come, you can rely back on, I have a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going in it to say that it's going to mess up. Yeah, you're going to have issues and problems just like the next person, regardless if you saved or not. But when you have that foundation, like I said, it's best to have that. And that's what I believe that God can really bless your marriage um, when you do that. I'm young, man. You, you just get the, the nail on the head. I, I, I have no more to say. I'm tapped out. Oh. Uh, you, you just reached again. I did not. I did not. It's your husband. <laughs> but no, this was a good topic. And um, I didn't see too many comments tonight. So maybe you guys was listening. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm moving out right now. Because Johnson said I should. But let me say this. Don't do it based off of us. Make sure that you're, you know, make sure we'll that your situation, door. as we stated, we're just giving our shared thoughts and ideas so that you can have a conversation back in your inner circle. Right. We're not telling y'all what to do. We're just giving y'all advice on what we actually done and what we suggest. You know, that's funny that you say that because the other thing is like we are we are not put on this earth to judge anybody. Absolutely you know I mean? not. You're gonna live your life the way you wanna live it. And, and if you wanna live with somebody all day, every day <laughs> who are me to judge. Who are, who me, are me to judge? To judge? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, I can't I can't stop you. You grown. <sighs> And grown. you cannot stop a grown person from doing what they want to do. They're going to do what they want to do regardless of what yeah. you're going to tell me. Like I said, you got to have a made-up mind and understand and use wisdom. And you just got to, you know, understand that when you're going into a situation, just think about it before you actually act um, and, and do that act. Because, again, you have to go into the situation knowing that when I step in this situation, I'm getting everything that comes with this. Mm -hmm. And I got to be big enough understand that and you know you just gotta use wisdom so yeah all right it was good shout out to the person big shout out, shout out we to hope you. that you know what i mean it was helpful yeah it didn't you know add a billion more questions but it kind of eliminated some questions checked off right. uh, some questions that you were thinking about so right. you know but i'm good what's Ooh. going on this week <laughs> I don't know, but I'm liking this setup because oh it's my still like now this is the official sit down with the Johnsons on the right white leather seats, okay? If y'all thought we would sit down with the Johnsons before, we really sit down with the Johnsons. Just don't bring no communion juice up in here. <laughs> right. Don't bring no food up on these leather seats. No grape juice, no red, no red. No, I feel like no really cherry, nothing. I really feel like and this is no shade before, but I just really feel like, yeah, we definitely gotta have a couple of guests because I feel like we can I can sit over there and the guests can come over here. You know, we can talk to them. Why can't you just stay there? Because there might be two guests. 
Okay, one here, one there. I'm coming over there. We live together. We'll need to sit together. Oh, Ooh, spicy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <laughs> we thank y'all for tuning in on tonight. We thank y'all for sharing your topic and your thoughts. Um, share this, like this. Uh, if this is somebody that you feel like is going to need this, that is thinking and considering about living together or thinking about, I don't know if we yeah. should get married or whatever. This is a, to- a-, a topic that you want to share with them. Share this. Share um in your circles, you know, connected to Bluetooth. Uh, in your circles, <laughs> in your circles, share this thoughts. Um, make sure you like the sit down with the Johnsons page. Um, make sure you like the Instagram page, yes. and also make sure you like the TCP Network page. As I stated, there are some major things going on with TCP. We have some extra shows that are coming on board. Our family is growing, y'all. So yeah. it's something for everybody on this team, and I'm just grateful to God for each and every person that's out there. So a big shout out to all of my TCP family. I love y'all, and I appreciate y'all. And um, this platform is going to get bigger. Also. You'll be able to soon hear us again. I know some of you have asked on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be able to hear us on those different networks. We'll be able to let you know where you can listen to. Um, but again, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in. And hopefully y'all have an awesome week. Give 110% starting tomorrow. I want to I wanna, I wanna go a quick shout out to my sister, man. Like my sister uh, don't know. Like she's really holding it down. So, and I see she's watching. And I don't know if Lenny has ever watched the show shout before. Out to my sister. Shout out to my sister Lenny Pooh, who is watching right now. Um, she's really doing. She's really holding it down for the family right now. So love her. She's my big sister, my only sister. Um, and I, I'm proud of her right now. I'm really, I'm really thankful for her right now so shout out to her we love y'all like jamar said remember who you are and whose you are have a great week y'all we'll see you same time same place next sunday later peace